So um, Judaism predates Christianity, right. I said, by about 1,400 years. Now, the way Christianity did it, very cleverly, uh, was not to try to negate or repudiate or reject the validity of Judaism. Rather, it was coming to replace it. You know, um, the one thing that's very unique about Judaism is that the evidence behind it is incontrovertible. Uh, the story, the narrative, the dialogue, the historicity, the evidence is just overwhelming that no no one has, or no major religion has made the claim that the Bible's not true and Moses never existed. There ha- those people, don't, you know, that's a relatively new thing um, that, that sprung up in the 19th century, the whole Bible criticism. But for millennia, everyone accepted that. It was a basic truth that was accepted by everyone. The story was true. The Jewish people were uh, kind of God's people. Moses did exist. This Mount, Mount Sinai experience, this transcendental experience that happened. Like it's, yeah, because remember, it's the, only, it's the only religion that has a national revelation. So when new religions come, come about, especially Christianity, that was kind of, which was, it started off as the Judeo Christians in the first, first century of the Common Era. Uh, Judaism suffered from many schisms. A schism is when you have a group that splinters into two. So a splinter sect, sectarianism. So you have a group of the Jews, there were the Jews, and then, you know, about the year, uh, about, about 300 before the Common Era, a group sprung out amongst the Jews called the Sadducees, the Tzedokim, Sadducees. And they kind of were Jews, but Jews with a little twist. Uh, and then there was the the, um, the Yavusim. And then you meet groups like the Essenes and groups like the Christians. Christianity started off as being Jews. But they were Jews and they were a little different. They had an obsession with JC. But they weren't, they weren't a different religion. And eventually it pivoted away to being its own religion. So let's say JC himself was a totally observant Jew. He was a regular Jew. His followers, and eventually, um, uh, you know, once uh, once Paul became the leader of that movement, he did, he did what's called abrogated the law. He abrogated the law, which means <clears throat> he took the law, the law of Torah, Torah law, and he said, you don't need to keep the Torah anymore. You don't want to be Jewish to be a Judeo-Christian, quote-unquote. He took Judaism and Christianity and separated them to two. So if you think of, like, you know, the way mitosis works, so you have one cell and it splits, ah, it's two cells, right? So there was this whole period where, you know, the Jews and Christianity were kind of, were connected, or they weren't connected, but the groups that considered themselves Christian were, basically, were Jews, but they had had a little bit of a different uh, idea about Messiah, about, about, about Jesus. Comes along Paul and says, two religions, so you don't need to be circumcised, you don't keep Shabbos, no kosher, no nothing. All you got to do is believe in Jesus, love your fellows, yourself, you're good to go, right? Turn the other cheek. Um, but what about the Torah? What about the Jews? Like, what, what about that? You know, how does the narrative happen now? There's a new religion. Okay, wait a minute. Yesterday, we believed in the Torah and the national destiny of the Jews. Destiny, that is. And Moses and Abraham and the whole story and the Bible and Exodus and the mission. What happened to that? So is that all nonsense? So the answer is no. What the Christianity adopted was is that, no, that was true, but it was replaced. Because it wasn't not true, it wasn't just debunked, it's not nonsense, it was replaced. The quote-unquote, the Jews had it, they were God's people, they were responsible for humanity, they were 
light to the nations. They were everything. Tikkun olam, all those things that kind of underscore the Jewish, the Jewish responsibility, the Jewish national mission. They had it. They were negligent. Now we're the Christians. We're the ones that believe in the JC. That's what they did. They took it and replaced it. Uh, but that doesn't mean that they, so if the Christian Bible is comprised of the Jewish Bible plus the Christian Bible. So they didn't get rid of the Jewish texts, the Jewish literature. So 24 books of the Torah are books in the Christian Bible. It's called the Old Testament because it's old. It's not, it's been replaced. It's a new version, right? Got it. Okay. You know? So, that so, so, so that's why the Ten Commandments are, you know, they're the you know, the groundbreaking, if, according to the Christians, they're the groundbreaking beginning of this new ideology, and we're kind of the uh, evolvement, uh, the evolution, kind of a better way to say, of of that religion. Thus, they still have the Ten Commandments, um, but it's kind of ironic. This, this is a real question because one of the questions, one of the proofs against Christianity, um, is that if you look at the book, right? So what do one of the Christians claim? The Christians claim, hey, in the New Testament? It was, no, 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 not the New Testament. The New Testament itself is enough. Sure. There's so many problems and so right. many contradictions and just who Jesus was, who his father was. You know? How does he descend from King David? So the book of, uh, of I think it's uh, Matthew and either Luke or John, I remember. They have just different, different paths of, 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 of ancestry. Just different, you know, like, how could this be a book that has any divine quality? Anyhow, um, what was I saying? Oh, so according to the Christians, they can see them getting us some water. In a bottle. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Do they, you want? No, I don't want. I'm fine. But, uh, <laughs> you know, they concede that the Torah, what they call the Old Testament, right, the Jewish Bible, was true. Just it was replaced. That's the, that's the, that's the major core um, uh, change that happened. Jews had it. They lost it. Now we have it. If you actually look at the book itself, it becomes clear many, many times the book itself, Deuteronomy, for example, part of the Torah, says that this cannot be replaced. The book itself testifies that this is not not replaceable. Uh, four times it says in Deuteronomy, don't add, don't subtract from the Torah. Can't add, can't subtract. If a, if a prophet comes and says, I want to add five more mitzvahs, Five more commandments in the Torah. Or I want to subtract, subtract the 25 mitzvahs. This is a false prophet. Because the Torah itself says, this is the final work. It cannot be added. cannot be uh, cannot be subtracted. So one of the major questions you can ask any Christian who knows a little bit, most of them don't know anything. You know, It's true, because uh, Christians were always uh, encouraged to not ask too many questions and to remain ignorant. You know, once, if you look at the at the rise and the explosion of information, the Gutenberg now, the Gutenberg Bible, that is directly linked with the Reformation. Why? Because now that there is accessibility to the information, everyone reads the book and says, wait a minute, what's going on over here? You know, the Catholic, Roman Catholic Church liked to pull the wool over, you know, over the dummies, so to speak, the, you know, the, the just the regular people and just, you know, not, you know, their ignorance, uh, the ignorance of the masses was to their advantage. Um, so yes, but if you, if, you, if you have a real debate with someone who knows, or if you have a discussion with someone who knows um, a little bit about Christian theology and philosophy, and a little bit about also the literature, 
You say, wait a minute, the Torah says that this is the final work. Where are your fringes? Right? The, the Butch says, Deuteronomy chapter 11, you should wear fringes. Where it says this in the corner of your where is your fringes? Or um, another one that says, Shema Yisrael, Shema Tashem Echad, God is one. How can you have this whole trilogy? What's up with that nonsense? You know, why don't you observe the Shabbat? Like, all these questions are legitimate questions to someone who takes the issue seriously. Most of them don't, you know, the vast majority, especially nowadays. Uh, it's become very watered down. We still have it, obviously. We live in Texas, the Bible Belt. It's called Bible Belt for a reason. Uh, but that's, uh, that's that. So um, as to the Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments, uh, you know, even have atheists that believe the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments are... are Aren't they the foundations of the Noahide laws? No. Noahide laws, is only seven Noahide laws. Some of there's overlap, obviously. Uh, but there's there are some things, like thou shall not covet. The last of the Ten no, Commandments. Noahide laws are basically like, the old, like, right. No high laws are universal laws. So like, if you're the Jewish, of like any like society, modern society, any functioning society yeah. has to have them. Yeah. Yeah. How do you spell that? Noah, like, N- like Noah. N-O-A-H. Noah, hi. Noah, I-D-E, like Noah the movie, Russell Crowe. So Noah, remember Noah wasn't one of the characters in Genesis. So Noah, but what Noah wasn't Jewish. But right. Noah got a lot of loss. God told him, "Listen, this oh, right. is the, that's before the before yeah. before Judaism, um, and thus they're called the Noahide laws. And these are laws that are applicable to everyone. These are basic human morals. Um, but the, the Ten Commandments is a step up already. Sure. Like we said, thou shalt thou shall not covet. What does that mean? Covet what? What covered? What says? Don't cover the don't covet the house of your friend, the wife of your friend, right. or like the animals of your friend. You know, it means don't even desire it. Uh, it doesn't mean don't act upon it. It means don't even desire it. Don't be at all envious of what your friend has. Well, that's already a very steep demand. You know, there's one thing to say, hey, if you're envious, don't don't act upon it. You know, don't try to siphon away his stuff. Don't try to usurp his wife or steal his animals or, you know, or steal his house or anything like that. That seems like, that's one thing. To say don't covet, don't even desire it, that's a much higher, higher level. Higher level. And that's part of the Ten Commandments, the last of the Ten Commandments. And that's obviously given to us too. So yeah, while there is overlap in the Ten Commandments and the and the seven Noahides, it's not the same thing. Question. Um, we did also remember where we left the commandments, but I do know one of our questions was 